Welcome to the Design of Communication podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Keeling, and this podcast is about how you can become a confident communicator as a design, tech, or creative professional. Sharing career strategies, language tips and insights, and communication techniques to become a powerful communicator and excel in your career and reach a new level of confidence in English. Language learning changes us. It changes how we see the world. So much so that our brains get rearranged as we learn new languages. Pretty cool. Your identity is your sense of self, your self-image and understanding of who you are. When you have a strong sense of self, you know who you truly are. Learning English or any foreign language not only influences your view of who you are, who you want to become and your desires, but it also shapes the identities of whole nations. And language is a social practice. Our identity and our sense of who we are is a central issue in the language learning process because it's how we understand who we are and how we are understood through our social interactions. Before I get into the episode today, I just wanted to take a minute and say, it's so great to be back. Over the last month, I have been with my parents and they have been visiting me here in Mexico. And it was their first time ever visiting and they had an incredible time. If you have seen as well on social media, I also had to have four wisdom teeth removed, which made it quite painful to speak. But I am very happy that I'm recovering well. One thing my mom kept saying while she was here in Mexico was how much she wished she had practiced Spanish before she arrived. For the last couple of years, and yeah, it has been years, she's been saying, oh, I have this app or I have this program or this course to study Spanish, but I haven't looked on yet. I know we have all been there, but when you have a real need and real people in front of you, everything changes. So that was really fun to see her and my dad practice and use a language that they were really unfamiliar with. They are more used to speaking Italian from our trips to Italy when I was young. And they would order aqua instead of agua. And it was really fun to see that. And these small differences... I know they aren't huge, but it was cool to experience the language, the people, the food, and the country together with them. And it's a little bit crazy to think about this, but the languages we speak belongs to a person's whole sense of being and their sense of who they are. Even just the small amount of language that my parents picked up from their three weeks in Mexico, have changed their brains. It's shaped their outlook and their perspective of many different things. 
Sometimes that's consciously, and other times we don't have an awareness of what is really happening. Language and the languages we speak are part of us. They are part of our identity. And it is through language that we convey our identity to those around us. Language identity and who we are is something I'm extremely passionate about. Actually, I wrote a 20,000 word dissertation on the topic for my master's degree, talking about building your language identity and feeling secure in your language and in your sense of self and who you are, as well as embracing who you are right now, is something I could talk about all day. And these topics of identity, multiculturalism, pluralism, and language are pretty complex. Research has looked at how immigrant English language learners shape and construct their own identities. And in doing that, they struggle against immigration policies and power, class, their language use, and discrimination. I'm going to try and keep this shorter today and share more about my own language identity experience, why your language identity in English even matters, and some areas that I've had to embrace. Because it's pretty complex, it's not a topic where I can give you action steps or strategies like I usually do, but it's more of an episode that will get you thinking about this important topic. And if you want strategies and action steps, I have plenty of episodes where I do that though. Firstly, why does my language identity in English matter? Language learning and speaking English isn't just about producing meaning with the words that we use in our language. Our relationships with others and that with ourselves is negotiated through our language. And it changes our sense of who we are and how we see the world and how we see ourselves. And we do this all the time, but specifically when learning a foreign language. And I think one of the easiest ways to explain this complex idea is by sharing my own story. And maybe you will relate to parts of it as well. As an undergraduate studying Spanish and teaching English, I started to prepare to study abroad in Spain. And before moving there, I had spent less than a week in total in my whole life in Spanish-speaking countries. I spent a couple of days in Barcelona and Mallorca and a few different areas, but never more than one or two days. I'd definitely traveled before, but this is my first time really making a foreign country my home. Being the good language student that I was, I knew and I was also told many times by my professors and those who had already studied abroad that I must make the most of this journey and use every opportunity to interact with native speakers. And because it was a study abroad year program, we had homework that we had to take note of the conversations that we had and really focus on, on this. It was like a mission. And I took that mission pretty seriously. So much so that 
Instead of moving into my own student accommodation or living with friends in an apartment, I lived with a Spanish family to not only grasp the language, but the Spanish culture and customs. Within the first few weeks of settling in and being with the family, where we had this agreement that I would use English with the children and Spanish with the parents and outside of our hours together. I soon realized that I wasn't speaking nearly as often in Spanish as I had anticipated. And as someone who would consider myself quite confident being in new environments and speaking foreign languages, I found myself feeling timid and allowing other people to speak for me. The conversations I was so used to having with my friends and my peers and people in my daily life in England, I started to avoid that in Spain. If I'm being honest, I started to feel frustrated and misunderstood by the native speakers around me. Misunderstood not just in my language abilities, but personally. It seemed that others thought maybe I couldn't express myself, that I was inadequate in some ways, because I couldn't express my true thoughts and ideas accurately all the time. I realized these were my own thoughts and they don't necessarily translate to the truth of what people thought, but these were my own perspectives and my own sense of self. And it was in these moments that I was really developing my sense and building my identity as a Spanish speaker. On top of that, I also wanted to fit in and assimilate. Assimilate is when you start to resemble and become a part of a community or a country that it's hard to recognize that you are different. I wanted to lose my identity in English as a Spanish speaker. So that means I didn't want to walk into a shop or speak with a group of people who would notice that I'm English. Because in doing that, they will quickly switch from speaking Spanish to English. And I completely got it. They wanted to practice their English. There was no ill intention in doing that. But my mission, as I said, was to speak Spanish and be a Spanish speaker. It even got to the point where I was so frustrated of not being able to practice that I dyed my hair slightly darker and I wore similar clothes to what the Spanish ladies were wearing. And I'd introduced myself always as Hema. And I wanted a real experience of Spain to the point of feeling like a Spaniard girl. And I knew that as soon as they learned I was from England, they would speak in English or maybe they would treat me a little differently. But as I said, Building an identity is complex and it's different layers of who we are. And the person I believed to be as an English speaker also wasn't being translated into my sense of self as a Spanish speaker and in my new language and environment. Which meant in a way to almost protect myself and who I was, my sense of self, there was a moment that I avoided interactions. 
And I would choose only to speak Spanish with a select group of people or in certain environments where there was a real need to do it. Like, for example, when I had to see a doctor or I explained something to the children's teacher or their grandma who didn't speak a lot of English. After almost 10 years of studying all about psychology and linguistics and speaking with many of us who have lived abroad or learned a foreign language, I know this story is relatively usual and it could be familiar to you as well. Let me just propose this question to you. Do you sometimes feel like a different person when you speak English? What about if you were to speak Spanish or Arabic or your first language? There are many different factors that shape our sense of self. I should make that pretty clear. But our culture and our identity is massively shaped by our language. And we spend our adult life navigating this sense of who we are. There are different things that happen in our life. We get a new job. We work in a global company and we interact with people from different cultures or we might travel and even move to another country. So when we learn and use English as a foreign language and communicate who we are, just like in my own experience that I shared, it can be challenging to do. And language learning changes us. As I said, it changes how we see the world. And the experience we have in different languages also shape us. I'd highly recommend watching Lara Boroditsky, her TED Talk. She is a professor and cognitive scientist at the University of California, San Diego. And the talk is called How Language Shapes the Way We Think. It's really insightful. And as we're building our language identity and who we are, whether that's in our first language or in foreign situations, we want to give the best impression in our jobs, at work, and feel comfortable with ourselves and those we're interacting with in our daily lives. I hear people tell me, I'm not a language learner. I've never been really good at English. That's just not for me. And I've heard these excuses from my mom with the app telling me, oh, no, I haven't had the chance to look at it and really practice. But language is our tool to connect with different cultures, different materials, and more knowledge. I know for many designers, they're taking courses in UX or product management through the medium of English. And this is the same for researchers, and a lot of research is carried out in English. So let's say that you're now offered an opportunity to work for a global company, which means you have to interact in English or a foreign language. Non-native English speakers are getting offered jobs and are using English sometimes more than their native language. And because of the pandemic and working remotely, I know some of you have been working remotely even before it was a thing, but it does now mean that we can work anywhere. I've met Brazilians working for Scottish companies. I've met Spaniards working for Estonian startups. We are put into these situations and environments 
that make our sense of self think, wait a minute, I feel different. Or you might even be signaled out because, oh, English is in your first language. Where are you from? You're different than me. And that creates resistance. And it can be an internal resistance, like I experienced living in Spain. I just wanted to be able to practice speaking Spanish without all of the judgment of feeling different or having to explain who I am and why I'm here. And sometimes I would see that I'm treated in a more positive way. It could also be negative. But this being treated in a positive way definitely happens in Mexico. As a white British woman, I'm not treated the same. I'm treated better. And it does anger me to see and experience that. Not that I'm being treated well. That's wonderful. But we should all be treated with the same level of compassion, love, and respect. Like I said, I'm very passionate about this. And I spent a lot of time comparing myself and I didn't spend enough time focusing on my own self-awareness and who I was becoming and embracing who I was, as well as speaking up and speaking out for others who aren't treated with the same compassion. I've spent many years researching and learning quite a bit around this topic and I wanted to share a little bit of that with you today. I had to embrace and continue to embrace who I was, who I am, my own accent as an English speaker, as a Spanish speaker, as an Italian speaker, my name, my language, my identity. If you ever want to chat more about this topic, please do get in touch. I'm here to help you and guide you through your language learning journey to build your communication skills and help you feel confident, authentic, and powerful when using English. If you're not feeling like that, then don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me on Instagram as Fluent Speakers and on LinkedIn as Gemma Keeling. I love hearing from you and guiding you. You've got this, my friend. Bye for now. for listening to the design of communication if you have enjoyed today's episode and listening to the design of communication podcast then please follow us on spotify google and apple podcasts and share the link with a friend or colleague who will benefit any questions you might have feel free to send them my way i love hearing from you thank you so much see you next week